Hi, you've called Age. And Mitch. And this is Message on the Machine. Gritty conversations by smooth operators. You know what to do. Hey guys, I'm kicking things off today because Adrian, quote, can't be fucked. (laughs) Adrian's having a bit of a day today. (laughs) But I'm still here. Smile plastered on. Shown up because the show must fucking go on. As it always does. And I would never let my beautiful listeners down. I thought you were going to say co-host. And beautiful co-host. Thank you. And everyone else can go fuck themselves. Well, they are by definition not listening, so Mm. you can actually say whatever you want to them. (laughs) I don't think that we're going to turn this into Adrian is voicing all of his internal thoughts for our listenership. No, that's on this episode. On with the show. On with the show. Would you like to introduce yourself, darling? Hello, my name is Age, and I'm the one having a mental breakdown. And my name is Mitch, and I'm the one with, you know, like the seaweed trying to plug the holes of this ship (laughs) as it slowly (laughs) takes on water. And this is Message on the Machine. That's right. That's right. No, look, I am, I'm leaning into it a little bit. I'm mm. adding a bit of mayo. B- As you always do. A bit of drama. As you always should, I should say. I mean, the mics are on, you know me. <laughs> um, but yes, no, I'm just having a day today. Just one of those days where you know where everything and anything is just really pissing you off. Mm-hmm. Certain people really piss you off. Yeah. Which, you know, as a life coach, I'm going to put it out there and say that I have those days too. It's brave of you to say. Yeah. And can I say also, we should acknowledge the fact that it is Movember, which is a very important time of the year to talk about men's mental health. So I'm glad that you're, you know, telling me about yours. Yes. No, it is. It is. Which I find coincidental that I had to shave my moustache off (laughs) on the 31st of October Mm. for my favourite holiday of Halloween. Just in time for Movember. So I could transform into a woman for a night. Just in time for November. <laughs> okay, well, it's good to start from a clean canvas, I think. That's right. So it's coming back through. But, um, yeah, no, we do support the November cause. Um, we're doing a lot of stuff with work at the moment for it. And Are you? Yeah, no, it's a, it is a big one. I think, like, the serious side of it is, you know, men or the male species mm. struggle, obviously, a little bit to talk about mental health. And, you know, we do have those high rates of suicide in that demographic so it's a great cause get around it Mitchell what's been happening with you my love enough about me and my <laughs> disorders trials and tribulations <laughs> how was your week catch um, us up you were out there I believe dot 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 losing it losing it yeah so I've been waiting to bring this up on the show because probably not an activity that I would normally I guess select out for myself but mm-hmm. I did go see Fisher on the weekend the big fish TV <laughs> That's it. And um, fun, good. Do we love? Yeah, I actually had a great time. Yeah. I had more fun than I think I was expecting. Yeah, okay. Fair. Um, I think he's great. Yeah, I think he's one of those. I know that you do. You have a bit of like a history with Fisher, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. Kind of. <laughs> I mean, I didn't want to bring it up, but like, okay. Yeah, no. I wanted I, to give you that moment. Thank you. So I knew it would make you happy. I've got a little man crush on him because I did see him in like a special. Um, like private show situation. Oh, a little red room moment. Yeah, where he like pulled me up behind the decks and like gave me a kiss, and I was like, mm. as we say, losing it behind yeah, the decks right. with him, which was a great moment for me. And ever since then, naturally, I've fell in love. Yeah, is he a hot man? He's one of those ones that's like, 
if you put him on paper, no. No, But yeah. he's what he does and his personality and, like, I guess that whole persona that he has, I think makes him hotter. Right. If that makes sense. I don't picture him to be good looking, but I actually don't know what he looks like. Oh, so. don't you? Oh. Something to Google. You've got to follow him and his wife. It's so cute. They've just had a baby. The baby was at the... At the concert oh, I was, was at, in the VIP. They, she was. I think it's a girl, actually. Sorry. Alone in VIP, yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, super cute. Like, he does... He's he's just done, like, a residency or something at Ve- in Vegas. Mm. And there's videos of, like, the little bub in, like, a little papoose, like, canopy thing strapped <laughs> to the mum with that little headphones on just behind the decks, like, bouncing away, watching, getting all excited, watching her dad DJ oh, while there's nice. just, like, a sea of cooked people. Yeah. I don't know if I would bring my, like, one-ish-year-old to <laughs> a sea of cooked people, but... No, but I think that she's, like, innocent enough to, like... And when he turns around and, like, smiles at her and, like, points at her and she, like, gets yeah. all excited, it's pretty cute. There's this great quote from um, Sweet Home Alabama... <laughs> Of all that things, comes to mind. Oh yeah, it's a classic film <laughs> where you know one of the one of the women says the reason that her baby's in the bar is because when it's on the tit, you can take it anywhere. So I guess that's kind <laughs> of the ethos here as well. Well, yeah, I was going to say if she's into it and she's not spinning the dummy, mm. for lack of a better word, then yeah. you know, mum can go out there and rock it and lose it <laughs> yeah. with dad. Lose <laughs> it. That's it. Can I say the best thing that happened to me that day was first sunburn of the summer. Good weather. Yeah. Was good weather. I mean, it's a really aggressive, like, singlet tan. Oh, yeah. Like, I look like I... Proper OG festival tan. Yeah. Yeah. I look like my house has wheels. Yeah, okay. (laughs) That's all right. (laughs) And I could just, you know, roll in the clothesline and drive away at any moment. It's kind of my look at the moment. Okay, we've just got to even that out. Mm. Mm. It's a shame. Oh, you do do work from home days because there's been some great days. I was tanning today. I know. Laptop out there. The poor thing's smothered in oil. The laptop gets so hot out in the sun. So what I've done is I've mastered the balance of like electronics go in the one sort of shady area Mm. that I've got. And then I sort of position myself on various cushions in the sun Mm -hmm. and then sort of just work to the side. A complex system of levers and pulleys just keeping everything where it needs to be. Yeah, and just moving as the sun moves. Okay. I'll have to give it a go. Mm. But yes, you lost it. Fun. Great. Good for you. Lost it. Fun. Can I say... Did you find it again? I'm still looking. Okay. (laughs) Fisher, if you've got any clues. (laughs) Can I say, obviously, like you know us, we go to a lot of events with a lot of gay people. Yes. Fellow gay men. Yes, surprise, surprise. This is something I just wanted to bring up with you because I know that you have had this experience muchly in your life. Yeah. There's something just really liberating going out with the straights for the day Mm. and just knowing that you're not being looked at really. Yeah. And you can just kind of lose it. You're just, I think you kind of just become like one of the girls, if that makes sense. Like, yeah. Like when a girl comes to a gay bar and they're like, I can just relax and like no one's trying to pick me up. Yeah, totally that. Not that like, I mean, we sound wanky like we're constantly getting hit on because we're obviously not. (laughs) But like, I think every few months (laughs) it's exhausting. You naturally kind of just like dart around a little bit when you're in a club or like with other gay men or like, you know, because you're just kind of like, who's that? Who's that? Is that my friend? Is that like, I mean, yeah. Yeah. I don't really get to do that much anymore, but no. I understand as a single, you're like, is he hot? Should I go over? Yeah. Is he looking at me? Not sure. Or like, it's more just like at Fisher, I look like potentially a dickhead right now and who cares? Yeah. I'm surrounded by my girlfriends and, the and, token gay. and a few other straight boys that Le- are just fucking loving me sick. Yeah, lean into it. As, the, <laughs> as some kind of a novelty item. <laughs> some kind of accessory. <laughs> a specialty piece. 
yeah, no, it is fun. And I think it also is nice too sometimes to like, you know, if you are a, a gay, mm. in brackets, who has like God forbid. Like, that OG group of girlfriends, yeah. it's sometimes nice to sort of bounce back into that group a little bit and like, you know, because they're typically like friends that you've had for like a really long time. Totally. Um, it can feel a little bit like home, you know? Yeah, it's a homecoming. Some old school f- flavour. <laughs> to the soundtrack of Fisher. Yeah, I think. Um, what about you? Do you have anything to talk to me about or? Look, not really. I mean, <laughs> Halloween kind of um, was my peak of the year as it always is. And the last week since then has been pretty rough. How have your feet been since Fucked. Halloween? Because we've discussed this in last week's app. I'm still, like, I got sick, just like general cold kind of sick. That's fine. Yeah. I've had them before, can battle those. <laughs> the fucking come down of being in drag, is what I'm going to call it. Right. Has, is still going on to today. Really? I look down at my nails right now. There is still nail glue on there that I can't really get off. God. My nails are also, like all fucked and like just they look haggard you just get the chisel out literally my feet you know those beautiful picturesque model material feet yeah that i bang on about now cloven hooves look like they've been put through a fucking meat grinder (laughs) they're fucked i've got so many blisters i've lost feeling how fucked is this i've lost all feeling to the top of my big toe god so it's really like numb and sensitive and when i walk it's like has that really weird tingly feeling at the top. So there's mm. some sort of nerve damage to the top of my toe. You just have to think, how did the drag queens do it? Because you were wearing like a shoe with a platform. I was wearing a Baby Spice platform. Yeah. Doubled. So there was two platforms. So yeah. it was pretty high. But, but at flat's the end of the day, flat. In my size, it wasn't like it was a size too small. Or yeah, yeah, yeah. Flat. Ish. There was a slight elevation in the heel. Please, if you please. Yeah, I wasn't full flatty. <laughs> um, Something to tense the calves. But fuck me. The blisters and like, yeah, they've been put through the ring and they just look really fucked. And like, then the tan as well. So I don't usually wear fake tan because I usually tan obviously quite easily. Mm. But taking my tan off as well throughout the week, I've looked scaly. I also had Lady Gaga's, all of Lady Gaga's fake tattoos on my oh, yeah, body. Yeah, I forgot about that. And it got to midweek and my boyfriend was like, Babe, do you think it's maybe time to sort of scrub them off? Because they're looking a bit mangy. He's like, you look like you've got some sort of leprosy or like... Because I had the black and the tan sort of all flaking across my body. She's pretty tattered across the back these days as well, isn't she? Mate. She's got like a full back piece. And she needs to stop adding to them. Every year there's an extra one that I'm putting on. You've got to buy a new pack. Yeah. So, yeah. So, coming down from Lady Gaga. Great. Essentially, <laughs> a million reasons to never do it again. <laughs> <laughs> See you at the next one. Yeah, but yeah. No, other than that, not a whole lot. One thing that we did do a week or two ago, two weeks now actually, was we attended the Wet Bussy launch party, which was mm. super fun. Um, they have been in the past a very generous sponsor of this show. They so. are a sponsor of the show, um, dear friend of Mottam family. Yeah, and yeah, that was super fun. Can I just say it's one of those dangerous drops because it doesn't taste alcoholic enough correct neck minute cuckoo yeah (laughs) neck minute yeah friends throwing your palms up to catch your vomit i was gonna say neck minute mitch has got his hands out under my mouth (laughs) yeah um yeah that was super fun great night we were there with jimmy the queen Mm. and a few other drag queens yeah bussies were wet bussies were wet but yeah i think we've kind of partied enough for a little while 
I just love a break. And do you know what, Dal? It's not coming. <laughs> I know. We've got Dua Lipa on Friday. Which by the time this airs will have happened. So shout out to Miss Peeps. We would have <laughs> levitated up and down. Dula squeak. So we'll report back on that. But yeah, the, the break's not coming, love. No, can't wait for February for the rest. <laughs> See you in March when we have a free weekend. Mm. Um, so tell me then, what was um, what was your Google this week? Um, Google this week was Randy. <laughs> and no, I'm not announcing something. Don't get excited. But my Google was Baby Bunting. Oh. Yes. I thought you were looking a little up the duff. <laughs> no, just splurged after Halloween. <laughs> yeah, right. Um, baby too many... <laughs> Chocolate mud cakes. <laughs> a few too many slabs of pudding. <laughs> Bestie is prego. Mm. So we're about to celebrate her baby shower. So I need to look up a gift registry on baby bunting. Can I just say, fuck that. Baby it's, stuff is so expensive. It is so expensive. One. Two, I may or may not have left it a little bit late to check the gift registry. So guess what happens? Every cunt's gone and purchased gone. the fucking $3 dummies. Yeah. And I'm left with the $600 in-seat car booster thing. Or like the snoo. Yeah, the, the fucking $1 million cot that just swaddles <laughs> your baby to sleep. That rocks you to sleep yeah. for you. Yeah, no. So jumped in there. Poor girl, though. She's having twins. Oh, so she needs a double snoo. So you go into the fucking thing and it's like, required, items required too. So she needs two $600 chairs, two fucking $300. And like... Look, she's a little bit bougie, so part of me was like, did you pick the expensive one? <laughs> Is there a cheaper option? Yeah. But also, yeah, the doubling of everything, a lot. And I was thinking, like, you probably do. And I was like, is there not a twins version mm. that's, like, maybe a bit of a... But no, you wouldn't, because you can't put two babies in one seat. In one snoo. <laughs> surely, though... Head like, to toe in the snoo. Surely there is a level of economies of scale where, like, twins in the long run would cost you a lot less than two kids different ages. Right? Maybe, like, communal bottles and things, like bibs, yeah. like, things that you can use. Birthday between. parties. Yeah, Only doing true. one of those. Well, look, I can definitely, hand on heart, say she's 100% not planning to have any more kids after finding out she's having twins. Right, So yeah, okay. I think it'll be a one and done. Yeah, well, good for her. Two out the clacker. One labour. Yeah. Lucky bitch. <laughs> what was your Google? Mine was 24-hour Kmart. Oh, uh, yeah, a classic Googs. Yeah. Um, I actually don't rem- remember why. Perfect. That it might have been like 3 a.m. or something, and I just thought, oh, I'm just going to pick up a few things. I just really need a Breville. <laughs> I really yeah. need a $6 toasty machine. I'm really craving a samosa. <laughs> so I need to pop down to Kmart in the middle of the night and get myself a samosa maker. Do you know what they're doing now? This is a fun fact, a bit of a record. I don't know if I, I can't really say it's a record because I haven't done it, but. Tell me. Besides cutting the cost of living, what are they doing Well, down they're there? adding to their range. They're now doing white goods. So you can get fridges oh. and dryers, washing machines. What, like an Anko fridge? Anko fridge, Anko washing machine. Does that make you a bit nervous? Absolutely. Yeah. But also, if I really wanted to, you know, cut the corners. Well, if you're buying two snooze, you might have to. <laughs> That's right. I think I would probably do it. Yeah. They, I think there's a level of, like, size of appliance that I would be like, I just want to spend a bit more money and just absolutely. have some peace of mind. Yeah, no, absolutely. I think Kmart definitely serves a purpose, but there are certain products. Like, if you walked into a house and every item was Anko, mm. you would know. You know, it's like Kmart when they redid their homeware range and it was like that phase of like, oh, my God, it's from Kmart. You would never know. And mm. everyone was obsessed with that. Yeah. 
if you walked into a house and every item was Kmart, yeah. I think you know. Yeah. I think you can have your one-off piece. I think it's good to, you know, have like three diptyque candles. Yeah. And then like 10 Kmart ones you actually light. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Just hidden behind exactly. them. Exactly. Like, oh, the mirror's from Kmart. Yeah. But the sofa's from, yeah. you know, King's or something yeah. fancy. The pot <laughs> West, is from Kmart, West but Hill. the plant is from... Correct. Somewhere else. The plant's real from Bunnings. Yeah, yeah <laughs> from <right>. Bunnings. <laughs> well, enough about us. <laughs> Shut up, please. <laughs> I want to talk about some news. That's right. It's time to get into the news, current affairs, pop cultures, all the rest of it. Maybe even a bit of weather. Yeah, <laughs> well, with Jane Bunn. That's right. Coming in from the chopper. <laughs> the flying fox. <laughs> um, today we're going to kick off with a random one. It's not necessarily gay related. Which is so unlike us. So unlike us. Lay the house down boots. Mm. But it is just pretty fucked. So Elon Musk. Yeah. The who, crowd fave. Yeah. The gift that keeps on giving. The world's richest man. Has just started his first week at Twitter. Yeah. HQ. Did you see him walk into with the sink? No. You didn't see this? No. So... He posted this video the day that he moved into Twitter. Yeah. Holding this, like, sink, like a ceramic, like, bathroom sink with the caption, let that sink in or letting, like, it's all sinking in or something (laughs) like that. And everyone was like, I don't really get it. Like, what's the sink thing? Like, you know, and it turns out, like, he just wanted to carry the sink so that he could post that caption. That's like, that's like the level of, like, sort of intellect... (laughs) Getting. His priorities are so fucking weird. Oh, it's bizarre, isn't it? Which leads me to the, my headline, mm. which is that he has now officially fired over half of the currently or previously employed staff at Twitter <sighs> before he joined, which is just like... Yeah, well, it's terrible. It, how big Twitter is. That's mm. a lot of people. Half is like a huge amount. <laughs> Basically, By anyone's standards. I'm just mind blown. No, but it's, it's pretty fucked. This even included the entire human rights team, mm. um, like huge, like professional services, like corporate teams. So mm-hmm. we're not just talking like, hey, marketing, you're done. We're going to change it up. Like it's really like huge, the, like, the bones. Yeah. yeah. Big um, and now I post that apparently that was in his first week. And apparently there's already reports now coming out that Twitter, certain people within Twitter have then been asked to contact those people and ask them to come back. Oh. <laughs> The ship's sinking. <laughs> yeah. No one's here to row the boat. Yeah, which is fucked. Um, then follow-up move after the sink. Yeah. Is he's now planning to offer a monthly subscription mm. for verification. Yeah. So what that I've means is blue ticks, mm. which obviously are usually handed out to accounts that we know are verified so you can obviously get your source of information from the truthful... Yeah, who's the real Beyonce and who's a fraud. Correct. Now that he's saying that anyone can be the real Beyonce. Anyone with $8. $8 a month. (laughs) What a fucking steal. Um, Is that not fucking wild? Can I ask you a question? Mm. Do you actually use Twitter? No. I have an account, but I don't use it. Yeah. Leading question, I guess. What do... (laughs) Do you use Twitter? (laughs) What do the gays use Twitter for? Pornography. Correct. Yeah. And I feel like... um, I feel like that a lot of people are going to boycott Twitter because of this... 
hostile takeover mm. by Elon Musk. Mm. But I was reading the other day in this weird sort of, you know, twist of the universe just writing itself. Yeah. That Tumblr is reintroducing porn to I their platform. I saw this, yes. So I guess what goes around comes around musky. I was going to say. And you've lost the gaze to Tumblr once yeah, again. Yeah, absolutely. He says here, this is a bullshit system. Why do we have lords and peasants? Who- says the man who's worth $200 billion. Yeah. I don't know how the Bluetooth thing's going to go down because I think, like, the biggest, like, kind of piece of feedback on that is basically, like, how will we know when something is real or not real or where it's coming from because anyone could be, hello, I'm NASA. There's going to be mm. a bomb. Like, I don't know. Like, you could just, like... Yeah. Yeah. And for, also... For $8 a month. Kind of takes away from, like, the, you know, hard work of getting your blue tick. I mean, Ooh, I, I know yeah. it's not Instagram, but, like, it's the same sort of concept. I think it just, like, changes what the blue tick means. Yeah, true. It's like a blue tick on, like, Tinder. True. You know? It just means you're a real person. Yeah, yeah, true, true. Verified. With a few bucks to your name. Yeah, $8 a month. Moving on. Mm. Look at you taking charge of the news. Look at me finding something interesting to talk about. <laughs> what else have you got? Um, sad one. Okay. Uh, switch to sad lane. Yeah. Um, Aaron Carter has passed away. Yeah. Now, I actually did want to talk about this because, obviously, as is documented quite prolifically on this show... Mm. There's quite an age gap between us. Oh. I don't know who's documented that, but that's fine. <laughs> and I don't think that I really have a huge appreciation of who Aaron Carter is. Yeah. I mean, look, I have a very slight... I think, like, it's a nostalgic name because he was, like, a huge boy heartthrob, like a Justin Bieber moment. Right. Probably didn't obviously have the career of JB, but, like, at one point he was the boy that everyone was obsessed with. Mm-hmm. Um, when we were young, so, and he was like considered the hottie. He was right. kind of like a Jesse McCartney or yeah, like a, okay. yeah. He dated, um, Hilary Duff for a bit, mm. right? Mm. And he's also, cause he's also the brother of Nick Carter from the Backstreet Boys. So he mm. kind of just, yeah, right. they were like the hot Carter brothers. Interesting. Yeah, bit of a fantasy and moment. So he's passed away. Passed away, was found, um, drowned in a bathtub. That's all God. that we know. Sad way to go. Mm. Sad way to go. Speaking of sad ways to go, yeah, or sad losses, mm. Mr. Leslie. This one was sad. Leslie Jordan has passed away. I am sick of sad deaths this year. Yeah. This Can one, I say that? A foot down, I'd like no more till Christmas. This one was a particularly sad one for the queer community because mm. he was our little funny little gramps out there. Little mascot. Doing his thing for and us. And I think he also shot to fame during COVID lockdowns. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, I think that, I think I knew him from Will and Grace. Yeah. But I feel like a lot of straight people probably wouldn't have known about him until... Yeah, true. ...he started piece to cameraing when we were all locked in our homes with nothing better to do. Turns out he was a funny little fucker. Yeah. R.I.P. Rest in peace. Speaking of funny... Yeah. Um, and some kind of a fucker... <laughs> yeah. I want to talk about this movie, Bros. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> Good one. Which, as we know, has been garnering a lot of press. Yes. For being something along the lines of the biggest mainstream released rom-com blockbuster to star gay people. Yes. Which, there's like a lot of qualifying terms in there. Like, it's not the biggest gay movie ever. It's not, you know, like, there's a lot happening. No, it's not a, like, Brokeback Mountain. No. It's kind of the most accurate 
depiction of like every day. Yeah, I think major studio rom-com is yeah. what they're leaning on. Like, Because yeah. I can't really think of many rom-coms about gays because they're mostly quite sad. <laughs> like, yeah, or like we're always just being the token character as opposed to having like a full storyline based yeah. around being queer. Yeah. I think they did a great job of like representation across the whole queer family. Yeah, I, I agree. That was really great. There were moments of like... Like I guess emotion, which kind of <laughs> I was like, what, what am I trying to say? There were moments of emotion where I was like, I'm proud to be gay. Yeah, watching it, which mm-hmm. was really nice. Obviously, also some moments of like serious cringe, but I think that's <laughs> like it would be a shame to watch a rom com if you didn't like feel yeah. a bit like like this is a bit corny. Yeah, you know? totally. You've got to have a you know twenty percent corn. Yeah, like give me an emotional music number. Yeah. Yeah. I want someone kissing in the rain. I want someone meeting on a bridge. Yeah, like, there was some good one-liners in there, though. Yeah. A couple of lols. I think they did a really good job of, like, accurately depicting what it's like mm. to be single and be gay. Like, the, oh, yeah. the grinder references and, like, you know, yeah. like, it was very much like, oh, my God, that happens to us. Yes, agree. <laughs> yes. Yeah, which That's... was nice. Kind of felt like maybe potentially how, like, for example, when The Little Mermaid came out and... The trailer, I should say, for Little Mermaid came out, and obviously, the actress is black, mm. and all of the hypocrisy that kind of around that. But then those videos that surfaced of little black girls watching it for yeah. the first time, which was so amazing, because they were like, "Oh my god, look, that's me!" Yeah, I kind of, to some degree, can relate to like understanding. No, your, I think that's so fair. It's like your own person persona on a screen. Yeah, it's seeing yourself represented yeah. in the media. Yeah, that's um, it. and I think like you know it's. For me, it kind of aligned a bit with uh, Love, Simon, mm-hmm. where it's not the greatest movie ever made. No. But it's a very lovely step in the right direction for us. Yeah, totally. Totally. Go out and watch it. It's a it's a lol. Grab a chock top and some <laughs> popcorn and just laugh away with your best friends. Exactly. Or take a date. Give him a wristy in the back row, just yeah. as the maker of Bros would have wanted. The main character, who's like not the main main, but the main oh, the love interest, the love interest, who's Fuck. equally the lead, the best yeah. supporting. Yeah, it's fucking hot. Yeah, he could give me a wristy in the back row. Jesus Christ, girl. Do you know where he's like got his start in like the Hallmark Christmas movies? He's been in like he's been like the leading like straight like oh, tough really? guy. Is he gay in real life? Yes. Okay. He Good is. For us. But, like, only came out recently, I believe, and before that, he was, like, in every Hallmark Christmas movie as, like, the lumberjack who the woman <laughs> leaves her, like, city slicker boyfriend for uh, yeah. to go back to her hometown for Christmas and falls in love with. Yeah. Exhibit A. Well, feels, girl. I understand. <laughs> I get it. <laughs> Fucking it's hard to say no. Absolutely. Speaking of sexiest... Yeah, we're on a bit of a roll today, aren't we? Little fucks out there. Mm. I don't know how I feel about this next headline. Okay. But I'm going to bring it to the table. Sure. Chris Evans. Yep. Has been named the sexiest man alive 2002. 22. <laughs> 2000. <laughs> Fucking hell. Has been a long day. 20 years ago. And 22. He was a ripe age of six. <laughs> Yes. Well, I did see this. Mm-hmm. Um, How do we feel about it? Now, anyone who's like, which one's Chris Evans again? We're talking um, Captain America. Mm, Fantastic Four. Fantastic Four. Uh, and other such titles. Not another team movie. Yeah. 
I found him hot in that. Yeah, and I think this is the thing that's kind of annoying me, is that I think that he's been hotter in his life than he is now. He's peaked. He shouldn't be 2002. Maybe he should be 2002. Well, probably. probably. Not 22. I totally agree. I, I don't think he's... Close. I don't think he's at his peak right now this year. No. Um, who would you give to... Who would you give Sexiest Man Alive to? Oh. Do we give it to Bailey Smith? <laughs> <laughs> he's done well for himself. Well, you could. He's... You yeah. definitely could. He's recently just uploaded a photo with his abs out, with had veins pulsating through the abs. Yeah. That's a new one for they, me. He came into the group chat, and I actually didn't know that was a possible. <laughs> Not me either. Like, you can see veins on someone's abdomen. Like, I knew that I felt bad about myself, but <laughs> that was a new low. Um, yeah. Sexiest man alive doesn't mean you're making all of the gay men that see your photos want to cry then. I think the title, though, has to go to some sort of, like, sex symbol, like someone who people have really been, like, lusting after. Like, you can't just pick, like, well, yeah. this year it's going to be George Clooney. It's like no one's heard from him in years. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, he's got to be relevant. Yeah, totally. Um, who would you give it to? Well, I feel like based on that... <laughs> Based on that definition, yeah. it'd probably have to be like Harry Styles or someone. Yeah, okay. Like someone who everyone is lusting over right now. Mm. Obviously, the people at People <laughs> who are yeah. deciding this list are like in their 40s. Frustrated yeah. housewives. I mean, could be Message on the Machine, boys. Maybe. A joint win. <laughs> Wouldn't be shocked. <laughs> we share everything else. Me either. Um, so this next one, bit of a good slash bad news story. Oh, yeah. We you do know. that. We pop some of the bad ones in between the good yeah, ones. Yeah, like a compliment sandwich. Shit sandwich, yeah. <laughs> so I feel like this has come from a little bit of bad news, which is that for whatever reason, circling back, mm. a lot of queer people have really found comfort over the years in Harry Potter, right? Obsessed. You with me? Fucking floor to ceiling, Harry Potter room. Yeah. Me as a child. Yeah. Yeah. The next issue that came along was that... J.K. Rowling, who is obviously the brains behind that operation, has come out pretty vocally against trans women. Yes, which we give a big cross to. Yeah, and I think that it's been been probably the biggest shame because there's been so many, like, queer kids who would normally find comfort in those books who then all of a sudden feel like they, I don't know, like, unsafe or, like, unsupported by, you know, the god of that world... Yeah, it'd be such a, like, bittersweet because it's, like... It'd be confusing, I think. Yeah, it's, like, do I want to like Harry Potter anymore? I wouldn't want to watch the movie and be, like, I love this now. Yeah. It's, like, tainted. Yeah, and it's, like, I mean, it's such, like, we see every day how we're supposed to treat people who are cancelled. And so it's, like, fuck, well, can I then turn to this book, which might give me so much comfort, knowing that I'm supporting this woman who hates trans people? Yeah, I think, like, my advice to trans people in this moment would probably be like, don't let her take the joy of the story away from you mm. kind of thing. Cause like she doesn't, she doesn't get to do that. Yeah. You know what I mean, like don't give her that power in mm. a way. Like I think it sucks that that's kind of like you said, you know, the core of where it came from. But mm-hmm. like at the end of the day, the story can still mean what it mean needs to mean for totally. you. And yeah. Don't listen to her. She's a bitch. Well, I was going to say, I just I wish, wish she'd just keep her goddamn fucking mouth shut. Literally. Just write your seven books and go and hide away. We don't need to hear from you again. Go sit in your pile of fucking millions. Billions, babe. Billions. Wipe your ass with your fucking hundred dollar bill. She's got Elon Musk money. And fuck off. So I guess this leads me to my headline. Yes. Which is basically that Daniel Radcliffe has come out and 
said in not really uncertain terms, people need to ignore J.K. Rowling because she's a fucking beach. Really? Good for him. Which is good for him. Yeah. And I think it's come at a time where there's been a few other cast members, I will say, that mm. were asked a similar question and sort of towed the line and were like, she's mm. always been great to me. PR answer. You know, yep. PR answer. He's just said, I don't want trans kids to think that everyone who was involved in Harry Potter doesn't love them. And if me saying this makes you feel better about engaging with this world, then I'm happy. That's so good. I was about to say, that's all you need. He just seems like a just, you know, eternal ally. Harry himself has said it. Yeah. There you go. No, that's really nice, though. The that boy is who lived and slived. He's continuing to fucking save all of the lives. No, that's nice <laughs> because I think to counter, like, literally what you said earlier, like, you know, don't let her have the power. It's nice to have someone else from the same world with such an equally, if not as powerful, potentially yeah. even more powerful voice as Daniel Radcliffe. Yeah. Say that. Totally. Yeah. Love you, Radders. Good job. <laughs> yeah, the boys. <laughs> He's caught the snitch. Now, back to the common room, please. <laughs> so, a lucky last little number for today. <laughs> yeah. We're going to end the shit sandwich with the last final little layer of yummy bread on top. Because it's f- pretty funny. Well, um, can I say, I ho-ho-hope that it's something festive. <laughs> well, we are heading into the festive season, Mitchell, so you Indeed may be in are. luck. <laughs> Basically, latest headline is that our dear friend, Miss Lowen, mm. Lindsay. Miss, this is how you party in Mykonos herself. Miss fucking has resurfaced with a bit of a Mean Girls reprisal moment. Mm-hmm. She's just released a cover of Jingle Bell Rock, the festive favourite, <laughs> which we obviously have come to love probably even more based on the Mean Girls rendition. Well, yeah, obviously. Which is obviously super iconic, super slutty, mm. which we all love. She's then come back. She's made this funny little film clip, which we just watched earlier, which is mm. quite iconic. A little bit weird. Bone to pick. Mm. No, none of Janice Ian's original choreo <laughs> in that video clip. <laughs> but yeah, super cute. I think, is it for a movie? Am I right in saying that? I think so. I think it seems like there's some kind of a Netflix special. Yeah, right. Netflix seems to have become like the hallmark Christmas channel of the streaming world. Mm. Like they released 29 Christmas movies a day. Yeah, wow. In December. <laughs> That's a lot. And Lindsay Lohan might have written a song for one of them, yes. I also think their branding's just more festive. Got the big red end. The red, yeah. Yeah. I'm not going to... (laughs) Can't argue with that. I'm not going to stand for my Chrissy movies. No. It's blue. No, obviously not. Um, But yeah, lol, she's released a song. So she's back on on the grid. To be fair, check out the film clip. She looks quite heaven in it. Yeah, she's chic. Yeah. I mean, she's like... She's come a long way from Mykonos days. Yeah, like her hair's done, her (laughs) face is done, the beat's done. Although I will say she's got a lot of big accessories sort of covering herself for all of the time. Do you know what, though? I feel like if you recognise that you need a large accessory <laughs> of some kind to either make a statement or hide a flaw yeah. and you execute that well, I don't have an issue with that. Like me in an oversized tee. Yeah, exactly. Eat whatever I want and not have to worry about being tucked in. <laughs> you with a bag over your head. Perfect example. Exactly. Well, on that note, ladies and gents, I don't really have any more headliners there's always more but you know we've got to just we've got to keep it tight i've got shit to do keep it tight like a lindsay lowen music video like a lindsay lowen pussy 
I don't think that'll be tight. Um, If this is the first time you're listening to us, guys, then please like, follow, subscribe, whatever you need to do to stay up to date with us for our next episode. And then, obviously, after you've done all that, please head to our Instagram, which is at message on the machine to keep up with all the fun stuff that we do every single week between our episodes, which I should say there aren't that many left. (laughs) There aren't. We're on the home stretch now, ladies and gents. This is it. We can see the finish line. Yeah. Which is a little bit sad. We had a little moment the other day, but it's okay. Mm. We'll be here. Yeah. Until we're not. And then you can go back and watch reruns. We'll be syndicated. (laughs) Yeah. Just like Friends and I Dream of Jeannie. Six o'clock on Channel 10. (laughs) And on that note, guys, good luck out there. Yeah, we'll see you at the next one. (laughs) 